0: Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 148 of Lean Blog Audio. Today's post and episode is titled, GM CEO Roger Smith thought Toyota had magic, but this was the secret. So thanks to a post by Bruce Hamilton, a.k.a. uh, the Toast Guy or Old Lean Dude, I was reminded of the old General Motors effort that was spearheaded by then-CEO Roger Smith of uh, Roger and Me fame uh, with Michael Moore that movie uh, to fully automate car factories. Roger Smith's concept was the lights out factory that could run without people other than a security guard. GM invested 90 billion dollars over 10 years. That's that's right. Billion, 90 billion dollars over 10 years in the somewhat foolhardy quest. The robots often famously painted each other instead of painting cars, as described in the book titled The Comeback. And there's a link to that. Um, you can see a preview of the book and the excerpt I'm going to read by going to leanblog.org audio 148. Uh, here is part of that excerpt. Susumo Uchikawa, the man from Toyota, had warned that GM was courting disaster by packing so much exotic technology into a brand new plant with a new workforce building a new car. Toyota would never juggle that many variables at once. And that's why Numi had started with old technology and an old car. Now Uchikawa's prophecy began to unfold. As Hamtramck's assembly line tried to gain speed, the computer-guided Dolly wandered off course. The spray-painting robots began spray-painting each other instead of the cars, causing GM to truck the cars across town to the 57-year-old Cadillac plant for repainting. And robots installed Buick Riviera bumpers on Cadillac Seville's. The robots, it seemed, couldn't tell the cars apart. Customers would later make the same observation. GM's factory hands were stymied by the confusing array of robots and software. When a massive computer-controlled RoboGate welding machine smashed a car body or a welding machine stopped dead, the entire Hamtramck line would stop. Workers could do nothing but stand around and wait while managers called in the robot contractor's technicians. Hamtramck was supposed to erase the the nearly $2,000-a-car cost advantage Toyota enjoyed. Instead, it turned into a Waterloo for Smith and his automation campaign. Hamtramck was a fantastically expensive and inefficient parody of Toyota's system. The plant had hundreds of robots, but it also had 5,000 workers on the payroll, just like an old-style GM factory. To see how uncompetitive that was, GM executives didn't have to fly to Toyota City. They could drive to the next county and look at Ford's luxury car factory in the Detroit exurb of Wixom. Wixom had fewer robots and only about 3,700 workers, but it was outproducing Hamtramck by a wide margin. Too late, GM executives realized their mistakes. GM hadn't reorganized work so that fewer people could do it using the lessons of NUMI, They had simply grafted robots onto the old inefficient system. Moreover, instead of easing robots onto the line a few at a time, providing for inevitable debugging problems with redundant equipment, GM bet the entire Hamtramck production system on the proposition that leading edge automation would work instantaneously. When instead, automated guided vehicles used to deliver parts broke down or robotic paint systems fouled, the whole plant ground to a halt. So that's the end of the excerpt. As Dan Markovitz asked in a comment on Bruce Hamilton's blog post, imagine if they had invested earlier, if GM had invested in creating a lean culture, working with their employees instead of trying to replace them. Imagine if they had more quickly learned the lessons from Numi. It's also a story that warns of the consequences of not first trying a small test of change. In searching for a reference for the $90 billion number, I found a column that was written after, right after Roger Smith's death by uh, Doran Levin, who has covered the auto industry for all of my adult life and then some. I have been was reading him for a long time uh, back when I lived in Michigan. The, the article, the column was titled, GM's Roger Smith was a financial genius with a faulty vision for future. And this part of the column jumped out at me in particular. It said, Needless to say, robotic car factories remain a fantasy. Union management relations, however, meanwhile, are as dysfunctional as ever. To satisfy his curiosity about competition from Japan, Smith agreed in 1984 to a joint manufacturing venture with Toyota Motor Corporation at a mothballed GM plant in Fremont, California. This was NUMI. But the key lessons about Toyota quality that his executives learned weren't what he wanted to hear. Quote, he thought Toyota possessed some kind of magic, said Marianne Keller, a former auto industry analyst and author of the book Rude Awakening about the automaker published in 1990. Quote, the Toyota joint venture, NUMI, taught that GM management was the problem, end of quote. The trick to cost savings wasn't simply getting rid of people. GM had to motivate workers in factories and yes men in executive suites to take more responsibility and improve output. GM quality and productivity were second rate. I tried and failed to find out whether Smith ever read the book, The Machine That Changed the World, end of quote. And I, I yeah, I really wonder if Smith ever read it. I, I doubt he he did. And, but, and I think those lessons um, from that column really, apply to healthcare Again, the trick to cost savings isn't about getting rid of people. Hospitals need to motivate employees and if there are yes men or yes women in executive suites to take more responsibility and improve quality and productivity. I think there are very direct parallels. Dr. Deming, W. Edwards Deming, tried telling GM much earlier that GM management was the problem and that made Dr. Deming pretty unwelcome around GM or at least around the executive suite. Toyota doesn't have that kind of magic. In healthcare, ThetaCare doesn't have some sort of magic. They manage differently. ThetaCare had to change the way they manage. Again, the secret isn't motivating the workers. The secret is engaging them in improvement. Others can do this, whether it's in manufacturing or healthcare, but it requires humility, dedication, and a willingness to change, not magic. Too many healthcare executives are trying to cut costs by getting rid of people. Everyone needs to work together to improve quality and productivity at the same time. As Deming said, it starts in the boardroom.